What is up, everybody? Welcome to PS Best Friends episode 11 for the week of July 25th, 2017. We are the only PlayStation podcast by the community for the community. We come to you each and every Tuesday with a brand new episode filled with greatness beyond the ordinary. I'm your host, Anthony Palm. Today we have with us, as always, the captain himself, Jeffrey Mizrahi. I loved the first two, even the third parts of the Caribbean films. I never saw the first, fourth, though, so... Neither did I. Actually, I, you know what? I saw it drunk with my best friend Mike, and we made up all the character names and had no idea what the fuck was going on. Uh, Honestly, also with us today <laughs> is uh, the spoiler master himself, Miguel Alvarez. What's up, guys? Have you guys seen the new one? No, no. I have not, uh, but ironically enough, I uh, had to spoil it for me. Uh, uh, I was about to do that. Oh, well. Um, funny enough, uh, I used to do the My Coke Rewards, uh, reward thing. You remember that? as a code on the bottom. You get some points when you enter it in online. And well, wait, what kind of Coke? It was any, it was any Coke product. Had a code oh, on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a caps thing. It was like My Coke Reward caps. Whatever. So, I entered enough, and then they started taking off shit from the, uh, the, like, the redeemable things you could get. And at some point, I'm like, oh, shit, I just gotta re- redeem my, my points for whatever they had. And all they had of any worth was this huge Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End poster that I had on the back of my door. So whenever my door was closed in my room, I always saw this huge Jack Sparrow thing. Um, and that, like, ironically hung for so long. Nice. <laughs> yeah, now, now <laughs> I, right, I took well, it down, and now it's a Wii Music poster. Oh, even so, better. The door. So uh, what have you guys been playing? Well, let's uh, who wants start. to start? Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> or Anthony Go starts because he, he didn't ask the question. That, that was Not even two minutes in and we got an edit. <laughs> uh, no, good. There's no edits. Uh, what's the edit? That's perfect. Uh, fuck it. All right, so, all right, so what's playing? everyone been playing? Yeah. So we've all been playing. Uh, let's go over this quick. Uh, player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, yeah. We're, we're not, testing it. We're testing we're, it. For we're, te- yeah, we're testing it now. It actually needs a lot of testing based on uh, the experiences we had. Um, definitely not console, console quality yet, not even Vita quality yet, so we'll report back. <laughs> yeah, it's never coming to the Vita. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. Maybe one day. You know, we, we had Freedom Wars, we had Kills, and we could do these multiplayer games. I think the Vita's capable. Uh, that's like saying, uh-huh. like, a low-res Wildlands would work on Vita, and that wouldn't, so. Um, yeah. yeah, so we've been, we all been digging, uh, Battlegrounds, but has anyone been playing anything else? Um, I, I have played Rainbow Six Siege. And I tested the new map for Battlefield 1, the night map. That oh, how was it? Yeah. It's, I like it, but there's a lot of people just camping. So if you don't like that. Because yeah. it's a night map. It's night and there's some spots that you just can't see them unless you're like actually paying really close attention. Which is kind of annoying, but you know, it's a, it's a good map though. I like they had it. a, the, this weekend or last weekend was a free all DLC if I recall now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I was planning on playing it, but then I didn't. Yeah, and there's another game that we're uh, that I have tried over the weekend, but I'm going to save it because uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but I actually tried the... Uh, it's not a video game, 
but it is PlayStation. I tried. Uh, I have the trial currently going for PlayStation View, and uh, I kind of dig it. Uh, we're gonna probably cancel it before the trial ends. Just so what is that? Explain soon. that. We're gonna PlayStation View. So PlayStation View is Sony's television service. So there's other television streaming services like uh, Sling TV. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything others off the top of my head. But it's uh, uh, it's essentially it's it's television. YouTube like it's cable. Actually the same thing. No. Yeah, it's uh, cable television, but it's streaming through your PlayStation instead of having an actual cable box with Comcast or. Um, yep. Know, or a receiver box with dish or anything like that it actually works very well yeah. um i thought it was going to have a lot more kind of hiccups and a lot more buffering than it it does it really doesn't have any buffering at all which is what i was worried about uh, i mean i do have good internet but um but it's really cool it, it, the dvr is flawlessly kind of built in the the guide looks really cool and it's really easy to kind of skip around and look at different stuff so uh, like i said we're probably not going to keep it past the trial for now because we're moving soon but once we actually move into our new place, uh, we're probably going to renew it again. Tay really needed to watch Shark Week <laughs> this week, so that's so why that's we why. got the trial this week. Yeah, I had um, it but for... But yeah, when soccer comes back, I'm going to need to get it again. I had it for a month or two, and I really liked it. It was... Just, I like the DVR function. The DVR is really cool. It works, like, really, it works really easily. Yeah. How so would you say the, um, the price to uh, content you're getting, so whatever package you're getting with whatever channels... How do you think that matches up to uh, whatever you had before? So I did the math. I compared it to Sling TV, which is on yeah. Xbox and uh, on like Roku's and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Sling TV's base package is twenty dollars, but yeah. once I added on, like once I you know chose all the add-ons for the stuff I'm gonna need, it added up to about the same amount anyways. And, and you got more channels on view too. So okay, so just a little bit of background, real quick. About a month or two ago, um, I had a triple play package with comcast which is cable phone and internet and i had a little bit slower internet it was still good but it wasn't you know what i have now what i ended up doing is downgrading everything getting rid of the triple play i only have internet and i have the blast package so it's like their highest internet for my area and when i did the math adding on ps view to my internet package i get more than i had before for cable like television shows with ps view and i'm spending about five dollars less a month than i was before and um, Ooh. no contracts. So, nice. Um, nice. so what we'll do is we'll probably cancel it in like the spring and summer when nothing's really on. And um, then when soccer comes back for me, um, I watch the Premier League and I also watch obviously hockey. So uh, winter, so fall and winter is when I'll renew it, and then we'll probably cancel it. But, so uh, on that fortunately note for me, TV. I have my mom's logins for Showtime and uh, HBO. So on that note of TV, uh, now does it have? Because I've been watching a lot of Curb on HBO Go. Um, recently, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, and now do you, does yep. HBO include it into view, or are you just not? So it's an add-on. It's like an a la carte add-on yeah. to it. So it's fifteen dollars, uh-huh. I think, to add HBO to your service. So you can get any package and then add the extra fifteen dollars. Or if you get the most expensive package, I think it comes with Showtime and HBO and Stars and all those random. Can you watch TV anywhere with PS View on, on yeah, your you iOS device? You could download. I don't remember exactly for what formats it's on, but I know it's on. Uh, mobile so phones. I know it's on like, Roku. I, 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 I downloaded like the, um, obviously PlayStation. I downloaded the app on my iPhone. Yeah. And some channels you weren't able to watch them, like the sports ones. They were just black. Oh, it, it might be blacked that, um, out, right? Yeah, it said that you needed. Um, you couldn't view the the channel, this device or something like that. It said. 
but other channels you could watch on like standard LTE outside at a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, how long ago was that though? Because it might have been when. Because you're in a major city, right? Because you're in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Did you have it when it first came out, or did you get it when it went no. nationwide? I I tried it when it came out for the seven months, the seven um seven days, and then probably that was only a five day travel, which I think yeah. is kind of bullshit. It was a seven days at that time, and a couple months ago, so I'm gonna say probably like five months ago, I had it for like a month. I, I actually pay for it, okay. and it, it was the same thing. And I switched to YouTube um, TV now, which it's... Now, what's the pricing on that? Uh, the first month was 20 bucks because it's when they... Um, like a promo or something? Yeah, the promo. And it's $35, and it has pretty much all the channels that I watch, so that's why Does I'm... Does it have NBC Sports? Uh, I have because that's really all I need for hockey and Premier League. Uh, you're hockey guy. I think it does. I think it does. I'm not sure. I could check for you. Come back later, but I think it does. All right, yeah, we'll we'll get back to PlayStation stuff now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah I've been uh, doing that, and then I've been playing. Um, I tried jumping back into Metal Gear Solid Two, the HD remaster on Vita. Got my wow. teeth kicked in because I'm so used. I'm not used to playing like an old school traditional Metal Gear Solid oh, game. The controls are really uh, hard, also on the Vita. I remember I tried this especially, well. especially on two because three at least it was kind of like a behind the behind the yeah. character kind of free look. Around, so two two it's just like I need to I need to spend like an hour and just get used to the controls again. Maybe I'll do the, the VR fucking mission. back touchpad. Really. Yeah, for peaking. Wow. So I thought three dot. Oh, maybe they both, okay. they, they both use back touch better. That's why wow. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, so. but in newer games, I've been playing the Destiny Two beta, yeah. and like we I said last it, week, right? we all played it. Yeah, so pretty much what it is is just the first mission, Homecoming, um, one strike from the game, and mm-hmm. two multiplayer modes. And for a bit on Sunday, it allowed you to go into the social space, pretty much like where what the tower was in the first one, uh, and just walk around. There was none of the vendors were live. Uh, my quick uh, review on the beta is, as a beta, I think it was lacking in a lot. I think it was, it didn't have that even minor sense of progression that like a Call of Duty beta would have or any other beta where it's like you start at level one and rank up like to level five and then that's a level cap in the beta. This had you at the max level and there was no real reason to keep playing uh, matches or doing the strikes over unless you wanted drops and most of the time it was out of a pool of like 10 guns. So you'd be getting the same gun over and over. Um, but as a, the game overall, I still think it is a Destiny 1.5, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I think they improved. See, that's kind of where of I was. Yeah. Th- that, that's kind of how I was kind of feeling just going into Destiny 2. Is all I personally want is just more Destiny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want like if that was if Destiny plus Taken King plus Rise of Iron was Destiny Season One, and this is Destiny Season Two, I'm fine with it. I mean, they they upped the graphics a little bit. There's some better. Um, like dust particle effects and rain shit like that. And it looks, it, it does look mildly better. Um, but yeah, all, all I really want is more destiny. What I don't get is how did people think there's going to be a lot of progression in a beta when it's like a right. four day. My thing is there's a difference between a beta and a demo. A beta is just going to give you the, the minimum of, so you could able to try it, feel the gameplay a little bit. And the demo is going to actually have some type of um, progression system like everybody expected. Well, no, hold on. People thought there was a progression system because the Destiny 1's beta and alpha even had the pretty much like first like two hours of the game's missions. 
uh, you could you have to go back to the tower to complete missions, and it really gave you the full Destiny. What Destiny? Yeah, did, but one was the final game played, was going to feel like. If you played Destiny, you already know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, exactly. They don't really so need, for even need to get a beta at all. To start complaining about it, I'm like, dude, you guys already know what to expect. It's the gonna beta, be see how I feel. The, the beta is mostly a marketing thing, I, I believe. I th yes, absolutely, it's a marketing. Yeah. I think what they should have done is they should have just did a crucible beta. And not even have the the campaign stuff in there because, like you said, there's no point in progression. Crucible beta would have let them, you know, do what a beta is supposed to do and te stress test the server. If, see if there's any about it, that's pretty much what it is. No, but so. it was key to I, show. I was fine with mission. it. I didn't play too much in it, but I, I was fine with it. It was key to show at least one mission just to show how they improved the narrative oh, yeah. heavily. Because uh, yeah. if if you played the Destiny One's beta alpha and you played the story missions, it made no fucking sense and you had no reason to continue playing because that's what I was. I I still don't know what the I fuck didn't. the Traveler is or does, but... Exactly. I, do. I, think, I don't know yeah, if I think anyone it, does. It, I do, I do. It was missing one line, the beta. Uh, even the game, I hope it adds, just to give context to people. Because the, the only reason right now, story-wise, to have played Destiny 1 is to know the simple fact that the Traveler came to Earth and is what gives Guardians uh, the ability to the respawn. Exactly. The ability to respawn. Yeah, I knew the, that, the light, which I don't is know a stupid name, but the ability to respawn, the powers their ghost, and all their cool superhero supers. Uh, I, I do like that they included the campaign because yeah. I played it and I was like, I'm interested. I like the characters. I want to know more. I just hope that they actually exactly have a that, nice yeah. long campaign for it. That's, that's how of, they like, ended the first, the first mission. That's how they ended the first mission, I think, very well with Gaul. Yep. Like, oh, shit. All I have is lost and it being thro like thrown down. What's the, uh, the main uh, villain name? Gaul. Gaul. G that guy looks badass, dude. I like when yeah. he just... He does look badass. I'm like, oh, yes, I like the big it. issue of Destiny, Destiny 1, 1 also, I was like, the Cabal no are kind of, you know, pusses. Yep. And... <laughs> Destiny 1 also didn't really have a villain. There was never, you didn't... The Darkness was the villain, but the yeah, Darkness exactly, doesn't exist. So. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Let's not get too in the weeds about Destiny 1. That but, shit uh, that made no fucking sense. People that try to make sense of it are talking out their asses. Anyways... Uh, besides that, I was I got Puyo Puyo Tetris on the Switch, which is also on the the PS4. If you want to pick that up, uh, I really enjoy it. Um, and what about you? Have anything else? I think I played another chapter of Dingarampa, but uh, anything is that? Puyo Puyo Tetris. Week? Shout out to that game. It was fun. Yeah. Anyone? Anything else? Anyone? Nope. Just just PUBG. Really, I've been busy. Yeah. Work work was yeah. really stressful last week, so I didn't get to play a lot of games. Let's move on to the Islander Report. Arr, there'll be some news. There are seven items on the list. A captain's count. Starting off the list, we got the PS4 leads hardware sales among consoles this month. The news comes from the MPD Group's U.S. report. According to this report, PS4 sales were driven by the release of the gold PS4 Slim console with a terabyte hard drive. Uh, I think uh, also in some countries, a uh, silver one was being sold as well. Yeah. Uh, hardware sales were strong in June 2017 compared with June 2016, up 27%. Year-to-date sales are up 19% over last year, totaling $1.4 Holy shit, man. Video games, Holy my dude. Shit. The NPD Group today released U.S. video game sales data for June 2017, and here is the list. Uh, one second. Okay, cool. So Let's do top, top, uh, top five, or do you want to do all top ten? I'll, I'll just run, run over them quick. So this is top ten games, all platforms. Tekken 7. Number one, wow. Uh, wow! Injustice Two, Crash Band, uh, sorry, Injustice Two, Grand Theft Auto Five, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, Arms doesn't include digital sales. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild doesn't include digital. Mario Kart Eight doesn't include digital either. Either 
Overwatch, 2K17, NBA, and Horizon Zero Horizon. Dawn up there. Yep. Uh, June 2017's top 10 PS4 games, Crash, Tekken 7, Injustice 2, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, Horizon Zero Dawn still up there, MLB The Show 17, Overwatch doesn't include digital, NBA 2K17, Ghost Recon Wildlands still up there, and Battlefield 1. Nice. Top 10 selling games of this year so far. I I can't believe it. Somehow Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, Legend of Zelda's Breath of the Wild, not including digital, For Honor, Grand Theft Auto 5, For Honor, can't believe either, Grand Theft Auto 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, Yo, For Honor, that's fun as fuck. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, Resident Evil 7, NBA 2K17, and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. So, um, biggest so, so the most surprising to me... I'd say number one, right? Tekken 7? The, the Tekken first seven. two, the fighters. Tekken yeah. 7 and Injustice. Injustice. Tekken 7 and Injustice 2. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd think that there wouldn't be enough air for both of them, but I guess there's just two totally different that player actually, bases for it. The actual surprise here is Crash, and in one day, it got to top four. That is wild. Crash, that, that, is, I, that is crazy. Crash, I'm not surprised. Like we said last week about like how it's like really familiar with like a whole crowd of like they were gonna get it day one. But uh, you know what's I, interesting I, by the way? Compare it'll be interesting the, how to, the game does in July. Compare the top ten PS4 games to the uh, top ten all platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tekken Two, Second Seven, and Justice Two must have sold better on Xbox One than PS4, right? Just math. They do have a better controller for fighting games. I'm gonna be honest. Interesting. Yeah. Even though I think PlayStation has some deal with one of the games, or maybe both of them. I don't know. Uh, Injustice. With Injustice. Exactly. It was like like an extra DLC scan or some shit. I don't know 100%. I'm just basing this off because Crash Bandicoot on all platforms is 4. However, it is under Crash Bandicoot on the PS4 only That is an interesting call. Plus, Injustice uh, are on PC, aren't they? Injustice is only on Xbox, Tekken. No, I don't think either is on PC, actually. Really? Yeah. So much to look that up. Um, what what is still interesting to me is uh, For Honor and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. For Honor is fun as fuck, but I don't play it often. That's a game I play on like a run on a rainy day. It's like a comfort food game for me, where it's just like I just want to go like stab some dudes for a little bit and get off. Wildlands, I think Miguel and I might have to jump into. I yeah, might have to get it on Gamefly or we something. Talked about it last week, but I think it's gonna that's gonna cure my itch for a console based PUBG. Even though it's not the same, I know it's not the same, oh, no. but it's the closest thing I think we can get to on PS4. I wasn't really saying anything about Ferrano's quality as much as uh, it being a new IP. It's seeming very like not niche, but very like out there as like you know like this weird like combat game of playing as old things. But it's cool seeing new IPs it's have that. It's basically tug of war with with knights and samurais and Vikings and shit. So yeah. The cool question part. is that how is GTA 5 still on top 10. You know uh, we're going to ask that every week. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm, I mean... I, so. I assume they don't get good Minecraft on Rockstar. Calls. You think Minecraft would be they did, more? Didn't they just do a new online update, though? So that no, maybe they that has update, to do with it. They update the online part, like, every month. They add stuff every so that's month. That's probably why it stays up there. Yeah. Wow, Making a Next. bunch of money, though. That's for sure. Next up on the list, Aaron Flynn, general manager of Mass Effect and Dragon Age developer BioWare, has announced he is stepping down after 17 years with the company. Casey Hudson, the project director of the original Mass Effect, will be returning to lead the studio as the new general manager. Um, what do you guys think about this? Have you ever read um, Jeff Keighley's Final Hours? I think this instantly makes... Um, I don't believe I did. I should go back and look that up, though. But I think that this makes Anthem instantly Game of the Year whenever it comes out. Because Casey Hudson... 
is the reason Mass Effect 1 is so beloved. I thought he worked on 2 as well, and I thought he worked on all 3. He didn't work on all oh, 3 of the Mass Effect games? he started the production of uh, Andromeda 2 before he left. I think That's this what I'm saying. He worked the, on the original, original trilogy. Mass Effect trilogy, yeah. I think, was, was with this movie. Okay, that would make more sense. So um, I, I think that that's a that's a game changer. That they have Drew Carpishan back writing Anthem, and they have Casey Hudson, I'm assuming, working on Anthem or Dragon Age. I mean, I'm, maybe he's going to go to Dragon Age once development slows down, but um, I think that's huge because I think both of the, those two guys are what made Mass Effect. I think they, they are the ones that steered Mass Effect into being what it was on the original trilogy and i think they were sorely lacking in andromeda to me personally i'm wondering what the connection is with aaron leaving and casey hudson coming back if it had anything to do with like casey not wanting his like his like uh baby to fall or like fail or anything so it's like oh i gotta get by where i back up there and like feels like it's due to get well back. but do ah. you think that casey had anything to do with anthem like do you think he had started work on anthem before he left to work on hololand stuff oh maybe. i doubt ooh, it ooh, that'd be an interesting he thing probably start he started uh, Andromeda, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he was on, mean, he was that, on it super early. That game got changed because because in Jason Trier's changed, thing, they even said the game changed. So whatever I came out, I don't think it had anything to do with what Casey was working but, uh, on. I doubt that he was part of um of the new game. That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, is how long has Anthem real. been in development? Probably. I would imagine at least uh, probably two years. I mean, at least Next two up. years, but. <laughs> Two or three years max. Maybe. Probably, yeah. The game of that scale. Next up, during the San Diego Comic-Con this past weekend, the Call of Duty World War II Nazi zombie reveal happened. Um, Sledgehammer got up there, officially revealed the next iteration of their zombie mode, calling it, quote, probably the least campy and most terrifying yet. Of course, uh, Glenn Schofield and Michael Condry worked previously on the Dead Space series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Funny, they couldn't mention I watched the panel. Greg Miller hosted it and all. Uh, and uh, they weren't allowed to like. I guess they didn't want to, or they weren't allowed to mention Dead Space at all. Like they kept mentioning like our past games. Uh, the cast of Call of Duty World War II zombie, Nazi Zombie Mode has been revealed. It consists of David Tennant, the uh, Doctor and Doctor Who, uh, Drostin Hind uh, from something, uh, Catherine Winnick from Vikings, um, Marie Fisher from something, Elodie Young from uh, Marvel's Daredevil. She plays uh, Electro. Olivia Durant. And Udo Kier from Blade, Armageddon, and uh, are you like naming are you naming the characters they play as individual actresses and actors? Oh, I was. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. As, David Tennant as Drosden <laughs> Hines, Catherine yeah. Winnick as Mary Fisher, Elodie Young really as Olivia Durant, and Udo yeah. Kier. You, you as forgot Dr. to say Peter Staub. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I was, was like, wondering, like, really confused. I was like, how many people are in this yeah, fucking right, mode? Right. I, 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 I reading, it, reading it all, so I confused myself. I'm like, how is there eight people? And and, and why does every other name not have a credit? Um, uh, but yeah, zombie mode looks... I don't know. Honestly, it, to me, a huge zombie fan, it looks pretty boring. It looks so, like... Really? Cliche- why? Well, the the premise this time around is Monument Men, post-war, uh, a group of soldiers or whatever for, like, I guess, different people. Like, one's like a French resistance, I think, or something. Uh, uh-huh. Go in and to get the... Uh, no, the Nazis took a bunch of art, like, uh, valuable art. And uh, after the war, a bunch of, like, the Monument Men, they're called, went back went back in and uh, retrieved them. So before Nazis destroyed them, whatever. Uh, and pretty much that, that, that's happening now, and when they stumble upon this, like, Nazi place where they're looking for art, it's a bunch of zombies and crazy doctor and shit like that, and really, like, gruesome zombies is being shown in the trailer and stuff. See, that's what cool. grabbed my attention. 
Yo, there's a zombie that looks straight up like the fucking the fucking what, what's the zombie from Killing Floor Two called? The one that the flesh pounder. It looks like a flesh pounder. It's like they just fucking aped Killing Floor Two in this shit, making like yeah. the the other versions of zombies. I don't know. It'd be cool. I'm not buying this at launch. I'll get it when the gold edition comes out. But it, I'll get it when cool, it comes but out. It looks like it's going back to that Nachteron Toten style map. You know what I mean? Where there's not as much crazy shit going on and it's more straightforward. So we'll see. Yeah. That whole game looks more kind of toned down compared to past games. Not both violence wise boys. and not not narrative wise, but yeah, exactly. Like gameplay wise, it looks more straightforward. I'm excited, yeah. excited for it. Yeah, I guess it's just weird that like I'm still waiting on the next Treyarch Zombies, but whatever. You know, it's interesting by the way. It, it seems like uh, Activision, whatever. Uh, this is my own observation, but like restructured who gets what zombie name. So like. Now this is being called Nazi Zombies. That was originally Treyarch's, but Treyarch gave up that mantle because Treyarch has Call of Duty Zombies. Like, if that's ever being ranked somewhere, that specifically refers to Treyarch. Like, uh, they I mean, are the zombies. Call of Duty Zombies. Exactly. That's what I think. And I mean, then, yeah, they, they had, was it ever explicitly called Nazi Zombies in World at War, though? Or did everyone just kind of call yeah, it that? Because yeah, I feel like that might have been yeah, what happened. So, at the uh, Nocturne Tone splash screen, once you beat the game or whatever, once you start the loading screen for the thing, ends off Call of Duty and then uh, Blood Splur and then it says Nazi Zombies. Uh, okay. It, it was called Nazi Zombies even though in the third map uh, they were Japanese zombies. And uh, But with the remake of Nocturne Tone and Chronicles, it just says Call of Duty Zombies, like the same thing, but okay. they took out the word like the same Because they rebranded it, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I am excited to see what Treyarch does because Treyarch is next up, right? Because last next year, up, yeah. Infinite Warfare yeah. was Infinity War because it was Infinity Ward Fair. Um, this is yeah. Sledgehammer. So I'm excited to see what Sledge uh, Treyarch does. Hopefully, yeah. it's n- part of me wants a Black Ops Four, but part of me wants it to be no. like a Black Ops One sequel. I actually want to you know? see them do a modern. Like I want it to go back to type of game. I'd like to see them do a war in like 2018. That'd be really cool. Like current day, mo- like, like current day, current yeah, day, like modern, but not, but not with like robots and shit though. Like, oh no, 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 real, just real life, yeah. current day, not no, future, fake. No, 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 yeah. no, no. If they actually could do kind of odd, terrible comparison, but what Metal Metal of Honor was trying to do with that Metal. sort of gritty real Metal of Honor twenty thirteen, no Metal oh, of Honor twenty eleven, okay. no okay. twenty ten, uh, was trying to do with like that gritty well, it was two real, of them, right? yeah, then Warfighter, the worst name ever, uh, in two thousand twelve or something. The game was but, actually fun. I think the it was every other year it flipped with Battlefield. Anyways, we're getting into too much in the weeds with that. So Next up, Telltale has announced Batman, The Enemy Within, the second season of its own Batman series. Episode 1 is yeah, called buddy. Enigma and will be released on August 8th. I've played uh, season 1. Yeah, big fan. Um, so really, much sooner yeah. than I thought it would be. Right. Very, very surprised at yeah. that announcement. I'm, uh, dude, I'm so hyped for another Easy Platinum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Telltale has also announced uh, fourth final season of The Walking Dead in 2018. And a second season of Wolf Among Us in 2018. What they did not announce is any blame for having a shitty engine that makes these great stories almost unplayable and any promise to fix that. Hopefully there's no floating eyeballs in Batman again. I would Um, love to play all these games. A lot of people were hyped about Wolf Among Us, so. A lot of people love Wolf Among Us. I'd love to play all these games, but honestly, I think I'm done since when Batman, uh, Telltale's Batman, crashed Mm -hmm. every episode. At least once. It only cra- it only crashed me once. It didn't it actually crash for me. I restarted it because I was hoping that it, restarting it would fix the eyeball bug. But um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna definitely get Batman just because I really liked the direction that they went with it and they shook it up. Um, probably probably gonna skip Walking Dead for now because I just I still haven't beaten season one. I'm on the last episode of season one, so one day I'll just crank through all four seasons of it when they're all out. 
Wolf Among Us I own first season. I I liked what I played. I just never got to it. So the, the other two I'll get to one day, but Batman I'm definitely getting. Hmm. Miguel, you getting Batman? Uh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to wait until well, all the episodes release and then get yeah, it. Yeah, that's usually the same. Okay. It'll go on sale. Yeah, I, yeah. I bought Guardians of the Galaxy. I waited a month and a half and got Guardians I of the Galaxy. That I, I find that you know so I mean? legal. They do that all the time. So I'm going to wait. How, how could there be a sale on a game that's not even... It's ridiculous. Like, uh, like what's up? Literally, yeah, what's what, what, getting it? <laughs> when I bought the Guardians of the Galaxy season pass on sale for $10 with you know the first episode oh, included. Like two episodes. And when I bought it for wait, $10. Bucks, it was only two episodes out. Yeah. If you wait until everything drops out, I mean, you're going to end up probably getting it for five bucks. You, so it's probably just waiting until free, everything honestly. comes out. So. Next up on the list is Sony is inviting PlayStation 4 owners to take part in a beta test for its next major system update. The, the announcement doesn't, no fucking thank you. doesn't outline any upcoming features that, that, that testers will be giving a spin. It does note that the prior beta for system f- update 4.5 got early access to external HDD support, custom wallpapers, and quick menu refresh. This update is being pitched as similar in scope. Uh, so this is going to be uh, PS4 uh, software update 5.0, right? The yeah. full 5. Yeah, hopefully if we you see wanna, it. If you want to be part of it, just go to the PlayStation block. Yeah, sign, sign up, up there. there. Um, hopefully we Don't... see some big things. If they're uh, saying well, it's going to be similar in scope, let, let, I'm going to mention it. Uh, the rumor is that yeah, uh, they're finally going to be able to change the name now. But um, obviously, we're going to wait for confirmation. But if they do, that's going to be a, a big update. What else is missing? I don't, missing? Know, how gonna, guys, I don't know how it's going to work, but what do you guys want to see? What's on like your wish? Like, what do you think the PS4 system UI is missing? I'm um, hoping better streaming integration. I hope that pressing the share button fucking loads faster. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Beam times. integration because Beam does seem pretty cool, but I don't know if that's I, owned yeah. by Microsoft, so I don't know it if we'll is, ever even get it. Yeah, it is. So uh, we're not yeah, so we'll, ne- we'll never get it then, so never mind. Um, Other than like probably make some things a little bit faster. But... Yeah. yeah, name changes, make the store load faster, make it reconnect oh, yes. to the internet, I mean, sleep separate. mode faster. The store is separate. Dude. They're, that's, they're not going to... They're just... I just I just wanted to reconnect to the that. internet faster when you come out of sleep mode because yeah, I feel like for you know, like a half a second it'll be like not store, connected to the internet. And then, does that for the store, I hope they change it back to how it was on the how it was on the PS3. There was like a period of like a year that it was close to perfect on the PS3. I think it was when uh, what was it like probably 2012. You know why would happen? Pre or post? Uh, they changed it to a more like a web or HTML5 interface that they were praising before it came on the PlayStation broadcast. It's like, oh, it's going to be so fast. We're going to be able to send out updates yeah, faster yeah. and all that shit. And when it came, it literally was the worst. And they never talked. I'm like, wow, that was such fake enthusiasm. But uh, yeah, 5.0 is probably good. We're going to see in a couple months. Such wild, months. much fake. <laughs> Insane. Next up on the list, the previously unreleased Stormy Ascent level from the first Crash game is now available as free DLC. For the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, according to the PlayStation blog, the extra level will be free via the PlayStation Store through August 19th. So if you have that game, download that thing. Level, if you don't have the game, download it it free anyways. Get into your thing just in case you get it. I just forgot about it. I'll go download it later. Actually, I'll go on the store and download it right now. I just just totally forgot. Are you still playing it? uh, I'm... Like I said, this week's been just a busy week for me. I haven't really played anything. Tay's been playing it a lot, actually. She's been playing one and two because um, she gets mad at one and then goes plays two because it's a little <laughs> not easier, but it's a little less like janky. 
People so. keep saying that people should start at two, three, and then do one. Is it true? Like, is there a big difference? I don't know if you would want to go back to one. But it's because of that, because uh, it's harder. and so you I would say it, it, try and one, and one. if one is making you bang your head against the wall, just skip it, and then go to two, and then play two and three. Okay. That, that's what I would say. All right. Is Jack 2 the best? You guys know? Because I feel like Noid Dog has a thing with always making 2 like like the best. I I loved 2. 3 was... It's like comparing The Dark Knight to Batman Begins. The Dark Knight's the better movie, but Batman Begins, to me, is like the better Batman story. So I feel like Jack 3 is the better game, gameplay-wise and systems-wise and all that. But Jack 2, I feel like, had a... Had a uh, they're both good. They're both solid. You were either a Jack fan or you were a Ratchet fan. I mean, I liked both, but you typically leaned a little bit one way. I was more of a Jack fan than a Ratchet fan, and then um, I got into Ratchet a little bit later, a couple years later, and then my buddy got me into it. But uh, more a Jack fan. I loved two, though. Interesting. Next up on the list, we have Techland has announced Dying Light will be getting 10, count of 10, pieces of original new content during the next 12 months. The content will include new enemies, new events, new mysteries, and more. Cool. That's not uh, so, that much detail. <laughs> I mean, think about it, dude. The game had came out two years ago, right? Is it, it gonna be free? Is ago? it gonna be and, free and content? The, the oh, ten, it's gonna be yeah, free. It's free, gonna be free. Free DLC drops. Okay, cool. Free cool. DLC. So, so it's gonna be like new seasons and shit like that. All right, that's fun. You just bought that, right, Miguel? Yeah, I bought it uh, a couple months ago, and I have it on the PS4 Pro. It's there. Uh, I haven't tried it. Because I'm being playing other games or whatever, but I will. I wanna try it out, and now with the new uh, DLC that's gonna come out, I'm for sure gonna end up trying it. So that's pretty rad. You got it on sale, and then you're also getting bonus. Yeah, shit, so. I got it for like <laughs> 20 bucks. It was on that. sale on GameStop. So yeah, it's not bad at all. And I got the special edition. I don't. I remember the enhancement edition. I think it was. It had all the DLC. The enhancement edition? That'd be funny. I think, I think oh no, it's the the following enhanced edition is what it's called. Yeah, there we oh, go. An enhanced edition. That's that's a cool that's like It that's just comes than, with all the season patches. Yeah. It's better yeah. No, they just keep on trying to make fucking new words. Definitive used to be. In my in my day we called those definitive editions. <laughs> Alright. So that has been the news for the week. Next up we have the list of PlayStation games coming to every possible PlayStation platform is read by the community best friends. Here are the new releases. Here are the new releases for the week of July 25, 25th, 2017. A healer only lives twice. PS4 digital. Active Soccer 2 DX. PS4, PS Vita, digital cross by. Even Colony. PS4 digital. Circuit Breakers. PS4 digital. Collar X Malice. PS Vita digital. Out 728. Constructor. PS4 Digital out 728. Fortnite, PS4 Digital and Retail. The storm came without warning. 90% of the world's population vanished. Then came the monsters. Lead the world's remaining heroes in the fight to hold back the storm. Explore the large, destructible world where no two games are ever the same. Build huge forts, craft exotic weapons, find loot, and level up your heroes. Take on the storm with four-player online co-op. Welcome to Epic Games' new action-building game, Fortnite. All right. So All this right. is the game that I mentioned earlier that I said I wanted to save for now. Um, 
I was playing Fortnite because my buddy has. Uh, so if you bought this game, if you pre-ordered it, you got early access on I think July twenty-first, which was Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was playing it on his like on Xbox. He has it on Xbox. If I sign him in and then sign myself in, I can play it on my name just because he signed it. So I, I dabbled with it. Um, put a couple hours into it. Actually, it's really fun. I really like that uh, the building isn't. I, I was worried it was going to be too much like Minecraft, where it's just so much thrown at you and you don't know what to do. Like is when I play like Minecraft, Minecraft, I just kind of like more it's like Minecraft more like Dragon like Quest Builders Four. Ooh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, I, I don't know how Fallout Four was, but it was more like Dragon Quest Builders in the sense that it's like, here's what you need to build, go build it, and then once they kind of show you, like you get blueprints in the game, so you can just build like a staircase. You don't need to build each block for the stair st- um, for the steps. You know what I mean? Um, so I like that you get blueprints and you can kind of just build whatever you want. Like it, there's a good learning curve to it. Um, and so, the gunplay is surprisingly not bad either. I was worried it was going to be really clunky. It's still not like a gears of war caliber third person shooter, but it's, you know, it's pretty competent. So it's a really fun blend of building and shooting. Um, and it's also zombies. It's, it reminds me of, like I said, Dragon Quest builders almost meets like Borderlands. Eh, not really. Uh, you, no? you know, no, you know what it reminds me of? It's it's Dragon Quest Builders meets Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare. Okay, I can mm. see that. School right. description. Right. And also, just a side note, quick before we move on, um, that game is going to be free next year. These are just founders packs, which give you bonus shit, yada yada. Um, but if you wait till next year, you can play the game free. Impromptu. But if you support the developer, I mean, give them some money. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to support. Epic Games. Wow, wow. Trophy time. Uh, so this game has... Uh, Miguel, take it away. What are the trophies stats looking like for this game? Fortnite. All right, let's see. Uh, trophy time. It has 32 bronzes, 10 silvers, 3 gold, and a platinum. Is it looking attainable or not really? I was... I checked the... The trophies and most of them, like the bronzes, most of them are like to collect uh, certain items, uh, like collect wood, collect uh, boats, uh, beat the actual mission. I don't know if they're like missions or like campaign or I don't know how it's structured. So they're, yeah, they're smaller bite-sized missions that you play and then you have a home base that you can build on in your free time. Um, So it's, yeah, it's, it's mission structured, but you can go back and play them, I believe. Uh, if you want to replay any of the old missions, uh, there's a couple trophies of um, killing like a thousand zombies. I don't know if there's like the main bosses or it has some certain names, but I don't know. If... It doesn't. I don't think that's as bad as it seems. I, I, there's a lot of zombies per match because it so looks attainable. You just play it. it if you play it easy. moderately, it, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Attainable platinum Fortnite. Yeah, because there's uh, one kill twenty thousand miss monsters so I, I guess those are the regular like looking zombies i hope they are because twenty thousand might be a little hard the only one that might have a problem with is complete 1000 play with other missions so you're gonna have to play a thousand matches match with me. someone else you, you can match me you oh match okay me. okay that's not a problem then so it should be good then it looks obtainable looks good you just gotta put time into it but yeah it should be obtainable Next up on the new releases, we have Heroes of the Seven Seas, PSVR Digital, 
Play as a pirate seeking the legendary Seven Seas artifacts in a vivid VR world. Uh, the picture for this one is two anime girls dressed up in uh, pirate outfits, one with heavy cleavage, and then one like <laughs> grungy emo pirate guy. So, and they have like a oh bunch God, of food awesome. next to them. Oh, I, don't really I don't really understand what kind of VR game this is, but uh, it's there for you. Next up, mini infinite, yeah, infinite mini golf PSVR digital. It's Spring Again, PS Vita, digital, out 728. An educational game for children ages 2 and up. It uses mechanics, game mechanics to teach children about the seasons. If uh, what was missing in your life was an uh, educational Vita game, boy oh boy is it here. Leaving Lindo, PS4, digital, out 727. Lost Grimoire's Stolen Kingdom, PS4, digital. Polera, PS Vita, digital. Pressure Overdrive, PS4 Digital. Uh, much longly anticipated Supergiant game, Pyre, PS4 Digital. Pyre is a party-based RPG from the creators of Bastion and Transistor. Lead your bands of exiles to freedom through a series of mystical competitions in the campaign or challenge a friend to a fast-paced ritual showdown in a head-to-head versus mode. Um, so even since PAX East a couple months ago, there's been hour-long lines capped for this game, so... It's finally here. Get your hands on it. The the trophies for this one, they, yeah. it looks a little bit harder than uh, Fortnite. Uh, I think has, I remember the Bastion Transistor wants to be a challenge yet yeah. obtainable. Yeah, um, they has. I think you had to do bronzes. multiple playthroughs for Bastion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks the same. Like three, this, it looks the same here. It has thirty eight bronzes, ten silver, two gold, and one platinum. Nice, that was one platinum. It has a uh, versus mode. A bunch of um. Trophies on versus. Interesting. So you might have to get a friend up in there. Yeah, those probably are gonna be the ones that you're gonna have problems with. Probably. I can imagine. Next up, Rugby League Live for PS4 Digital out 728. Yeah, that rugby. Smash. Yeah, a rugby game. Sure. A deep career mode that spans multiple decades. Take a player from junior ranks right up to the big leagues. Smashbox Arena PSVR Digital. Sundred, PS4, digital, out 728. These are uh, in, another indie game by the makers. Sundred or Sundered? Oh, Sundered, I guess. I don't know. Sundered? Yeah, so that works. Uh, it's by the makers of uh, Jotun. J-O-T-U-N. I remember that was a, a lot of people like that Jotun? Like Jotunheim? Yeah. Halton, I don't even know. Halton. Next, know. Super Super Cloud built, PS4, digital. Then, uh, round it, you know, Thesis, PSVR, digital, out 726. Theseus. Theseus, yeah. Theseus. Oh, yeah, like Greek. I only know that because he's like... Out? Yeah, yeah. He's the main guy in the Odyssey, no? Um, he's the main guy in those Clash of the Titan movies. Yes, uh, yes, that one, not the Odyssey. I think also the Odyssey. For the PS4? Like a year ago or something? No. Is it I like th- the Apostle game? There is a similar game. Something That's with what Theseus I thought first. Not it, yeah. This is uh, is an immersive VR exper- experience that offers a new take on the myth of the Minotaur. Enjoy a mix of exploration, story, and combat with a strong cinematic feel. Do you have what it takes to unveil the truth that lies in the heart of the labyrinth? That looks like an interesting game. It looks heavily story-focused and narrative-focused, but uh, sounds interesting. Um, an- another, P- Tiny Tracks, PSVR Digital, and Unbox Newbies, adve- an Unbox Newbies Adventure, PS4 Digital, and last up, Vostok Inc. PS4 Digital out 726. So first, so just a, major observation: a crap load of VR games. Yeah, just a, just a 
quick note before we move on. A um, couple corrections. One, the Odyssey's main character was Odysseus. Um, ah. <laughs> so there's that. And then um, I just want to just go back to uh, which game was it real quick. Um, where was it? One right, of the ones on, earlier. On, oh, Lost Grimoire, Stolen yeah. Kingdom. The cover art for it literally looks like Fable. The Lost Chapters yeah, for right. the original Xbox. It, like, it looks exactly oh, like it. Yeah. So uh, that's crazy to me. Um, so, but yeah, a lot of VR games. That's that's pretty rad. I don't know if any of them are going to be good, but at least it's getting support. Did support. you mention the last game, Jeffrey? Yeah. Which one was it? Vostok. Oh, okay. So you... Oh, that, that's on me. Um, I'm checking. What? What do you mean? Is there another one? <sighs> you mentioned Unboxed, Newbie's Adventure? Yeah. Huh. I, I guess well, I missed it. What about it? <laughs> no, I, I thought you missed it. Okay. Do you have like a special soft spot for Newbie's Adventure, or did you just think? <laughs> no, no, I, I thought he just missed it. I thought. I, I swear to God, if I see you get the platinum for that, I'm calling you out. Maybe, maybe it's an easy unbox. one, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna be unboxing those newbies, dude. You know, it's like his favorite new game. New, newbies is the protagonist. Don't unbox him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the box. Dude, the little character looking at the picture, the the, it the looks red like one looks like boxes, uh, yeah. Yeah, that looks funny. They look cute though. I gotta do. I gotta do say that. I gotta say that. All right, all right. So that's this week's new releases. Anthony, what do we got next? So now we get to topic of the episode. Toots, 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 toots. Might need to come up with a new phrase for that too. Huh. Um. So, this week, um, this is actually something I wanted to do last week, and then we came up with a different topic, so we kind of shelved it. Um, I had mentioned to you guys, because we, we had been playing Killing Floor 2 a lot, uh-huh. and I said, I, I kind of casually said, Killing Floor 2 might be the best PS Plus game we've gotten since Rocket League. And so we kind of went off that idea, and I, f- I thought we could kind of arrange our top five PS Plus games. Um, dating back, so we're going to do PS4 and P- PlayStation Vita. Um, so we can go. You want to do one for one, or do you want to do my five, uh, Jeffrey's five, Miguel's let's five? Let's do. Let's do full list. Full list. Yeah. Per person. Okay. So, so we agree first. that Rocket League is probably the best one, right? Rocket League, I guess. Rocket League clearly just based on its success, and it clearly, I don't think, would have done the same thing if it wasn't a plus game. It really defines what a plus game is, like. The game that's like, dude, this game's awesome. Like, wait, I could play it at home because I have like, if you you play it at someone else's house, but then you're like, wait, it's free for me. This one, it's like, it really, like, it had so many people talking about it, and I think it was heavily due to plus, and I think it by itself is an amazing game. Oh yeah. Um, and fun little note on that, it's first game, uh, super acrobatic. Let me just get the name. Uh, Rocket Battle Rocket Cars yeah. was first a. Uh, uh, PS Plus game on PS3 back in uh, February 2012, and uh, got no attention there pretty much. So I think it was heavily the t- it was in a time that like no games are coming out on a new system. Might help that the name is a little bit easier to roll off the tongue too. But. Name definitely, yeah. True. And because Twitch was so, so much, uh, their Twitch culture was so much bigger in 15 than 12. But yeah, so let's go. That's Besides Rocket League, what are the uh, so my top five go as such. Uh, Killing Floor 2, which was dropped 6-6-2017. Gone Home, 6-7, that was 2016, I wrote 17. Uh, Resident Evil Remaster, which was 10-4-16, I also wrote 2017 for that. 
Um, oh, wow, I fucked these all up. Journey, uh, September 6th, 2016, and Rogue Legacy, February 3rd, 2016. Honorable wow. mentions are uh, Severed, which came out this past March, mm-hmm. and Until Dawn, which came out this month. I separated those as honorable mentions because I owned them uh, when they went free, so I didn't want to say something that I already owned previously, but those are excellent games, and those probably would have been in my top three, to be honest. So uh, that's my list. Uh, Jeffrey, you want to go yours? So yeah, no, let's talk about that a little. So Killing Floor 2, I think, has the very similar effect of what Rocket League had uh, two years ago with being a summer game, being a multiplayer game, being easy to get into. Uh, like we've already said on a bunch of podcast uh, episodes before how great Killing Floor 2 is. And like it really is. It's really so simple and just the different classes and stuff and the simplistic quick zombie killing is awesome. Uh, and then on Rogue Legacy, I definitely would have not known about the game, not touched it, not cared for it if it wasn't on. Uh... Wait, no, it didn't. It didn't Cross come out in seventeen. With... It wasn't seventeen. Yeah, I, I, that's why I said I fucked up all the yeah, dates. Yeah, yeah. That's why I I, uh, I I said them correctly when I read them out loud, but I wrote them wrong. So, um, but yeah, that was Crossfire with Vita too, which is excellent because that's a perfect Vita game as well. I think in uh, February of 2015. Yes, yeah, so I was actually in Israel at this time, and it was an It was such. It's such a good for like plane rides or bus rides or anything you pick play one game the so the you played like nature then. yeah i played so much on vita rogue Legacy. crazy nice. yeah i think it works better as a portable I, game honestly i tried it on the beta and it was just too hard for me man i didn't have the patience for it i only really even killed i think one boss and got to the second one and never beat the second one out of four bosses anthony did you did you do all the bosses or no um, I did not do all the bosses. I actually, that's a game that, uh, my friend Jesse is really, really, really good at it. And I, I kind of just watched him play it more than I played it myself. Nice. I just really respect the game. Um, yeah. I mean, I did screw around with it, but I'm not good at it, but, uh, it, I just respect rogue legacy so much that I had to put it as number five. Um, if I were able to put severed and until dawn, it might've bumped that off just because like I said, I didn't play it as much, but I, yeah. I that game, it, it's when I think of a roguelike game, I immediately think Rogue Legacy. You know what I mean? Like, they named it perfectly. The game itself is pretty close to a perfect roguelike. And I, I just think it's... it's I, I have to respect it even though I didn't beat it. All fair right. enough, fair enough. All right, well, great list. top five, Jeffrey. Um, so, starting off, uh, just some quick history. I've been a Plus member since launch, and there... It has been such a great service in terms of free games, and like you can't forget, the first game was Wipeout HD, then Mushroom Wars a couple months, uh, two months after. Like these games that like Wipeout HD, because I, I wasn't even the biggest PlayStation guy at the time, I would have really never played. And like just like Mushroom Wars, like kind of like showing like, oh, these little small indie games could be games, uh, like fun, like like I could put more investment in it. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's get to my PS4 list games. Uh, with starting off with Don't Starve. Uh, PS4 came out January 14, and the PS4, of course, came out in November of 13. So two months after, you get in this really good game. Shit, I forgot about Don't Starve. Yeah, and it was it was free when it came out on the system. Uh, so I love games. Like, a big thing to a good plus game is it being its launch month and it's being a plus that month. So it's like it really gives you, like, oh, a new game rather than an old game that I know the reviews and shit like that. So that was really fun. I think that's more my honorable mention just because that really... Uh, occupied a lot of my time when the PS4 didn't have that many games at the time. Uh, next up, uh, also launched on Plus free uh, when it launched on the system, Outlast, 
Uh, it came out that February, so a month after. Uh, an amazing game. I didn't get to this game until that summer when I played it uh, with a bunch of my friends in like a dark room on a Saturday night. Uh, Outlast is such a perfect game that I would have never, I would have never committed to buying a scary game because I don't like the horror games like that. Uh, but if it was given to me for free, and it also came, it also I think came after, uh, or I played it near um, PT, and it really had the awesome like everyone's around the couch like watching a horror movie feel. Next up, Towerfall Ascension, PS4. Uh, this came out. Uh, it came out for the PS4 in I want to say April of 14 or March of 14, and was a plus game in seven of July 14, um, 2014. And I think this was a little too early for this game. I would have been upset if I didn't buy it, but luckily I didn't buy it. And there was a lot of buzz around it, so I got to play it. And it's such an amazing local co-op couch co-op game. Uh, Towerfall Ascension, highly recommend. Another game that I would have bought. Uh, but just didn't buy it at launch and kind of waited till it got on sale or it was plus. Infamous First Light. Uh, this was January one. of, um, of uh, 2015. Uh, I just beat it, actually, a couple weeks ago. Loved it. Uh, like, like some of the best parts in, of Infamous Second Son uh, put into a little standalone DLC adventure. Uh, next up, a game I was going to buy if it wasn't... So this has a different effect of Outlast and Dunstar where those were like, given to me. Uh, I was planning on buying this from months ahead. Ali Ali 2, Welcome to Hollywood, launched as a free game. Uh, I played this mostly on the Vita, just like I played Ali Ali 1. Uh, outstanding. Such a fun fucking game. It really, like, evolves, like... If you, like, would think, like, what's the future of skateboarding games? Like, Ali Ali 2, like, being it would be so weird, but, like, it, it takes such a great place of, like, the Tony Hawk games of, like, actually, like, doing cool tricks and shit, even though it's 2D. And then rounding out the list is not my favorite game, but I think a very fun game. Would it have been my radar? Would it have known about it if it wasn't for Plus? Uh, Broforce, which came in uh, March of 2016. Didn't launch for free. Uh, I didn't even know when it launched. Um, but uh, definitely lots of fun playing with uh, Couch Co-op friends. So, like, as you can see in my list, very focused on the Couch Co-op, coming out of nowhere type of games. Not bad, man. I like it. Yeah. Any, uh, any comments or... Uh, Rolling through. Yeah, Infamous. Infamous First Light. I forgot about that. I would yeah. have probably put it on my list, but I just I missed it. I have yeah, it, and I, I, I still missed... haven't played it. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Like um, I think I bought it for like five bucks, because I think that was around the time where I, my PS Plus had lapsed. Um, Don't Starve, I can't believe I forgot about Don't Starve. That, game's, yeah. that game is great. And um, for sure, Bro also a very fun game. That was one of the first games that they let us vote on, right? I think they I did it a month. So. They I stopped it for so. a month and yeah. then they brought it back for a month. And I think Broforce was like the second time they let us vote for a PS Plus game. And Outlast, yeah. that game is just something else, man. That, that Outlast, I I love as a plus game. So because yeah. I really would would not have bought, like there'd be I would never buy it. I would never buy a horror game like that. And it was given to me, and I loved it. Well, I'm my list. Doing, I'm doing that with uh, Outlast two right now. But, it's a little longer, so we're playing it in a couple, a couple over a couple weekends. But every Saturday night, we go to my friend's place and uh, and uh, play a few hours of it. Very scary. So your friend has it, or you have? He it? He has it on his system. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I, okay. I don't think it's as good as Outlast One, but uh, it's still it's still. Isn't it, isn't it just a little? It's isn't it more than more of Atlas? It or is. Or does it have something different on? The... It has a new gimmick where it's it's it gets a little more paranormally. Than the first one did. Oh, okay. 
So uh, now this game had some had some controversy when uh, when it came out with uh, or, or when it was about to come out in Australia, right? Um, that they had seen like a pre-release build that had a scene that wasn't in the final game, and they were going to ban the game based on, or they weren't going to approve the game based on what was in the pre-release build, and then they sent them the actual build of the game, and that scene wasn't in there, I guess. Um, it was something to do with like uh, it was like a graphic scene with a guy and his wife both being raped by like monsters or some shit. Really. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be surprised. Uh, a very grotesque, like gruesome, like gory-ish game. Uh, this is like very revolves around like cultish and stuff. Two different cults. I think one of them pregnant your wife or something. I don't know. We, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, it's, it's kind of reading that scene out of the, me to be honest. So they took that out of the U.S. Um, I think it was out know, of the I game think, as a whole. Yeah, Unless that scene is still in there, it's just different, but. I don't know. I, it was kind of reading what what was in that scene was kind of unsettling. It kind of turned me off to the game, to be honest. Um, I don't care if other people play it. I'm not saying don't play it. It's for me personally. I was like, eh. it's more maybe just because I'm married and it's like I don't want to think about that type of you know. So I don't know. But, uh, Honestly, the story is. I think it's told in it's really like weird way and stuff. And we just play it more just to because we pass around the controller after everyone dies. So it's pretty much we just fuck around for jump scares. That's like you're playing it like Dark Souls kind of where it's like. Yeah, I guess. I don't know how you'd play Dark Souls like that, but... <laughs> well, like, every time you die, you pass a control run. Is that, like, Dark Souls? I know you could leave a note in Dark Souls, but... No, I'm just saying, like, if you and your buddies are all playing Dark Souls together, and you could pass a control around every time you die. Because you die yeah. a lot in that game. Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking I, never mind. Miguel, what's your list? I don't get it. <laughs> Miguel, what's your list? <laughs> all right, uh, my list. I'm gonna do the... I never mentioned this first. I got two of them. Uh, NBA 2K16. I know pretty much everybody had it already, but it's nice to see that they actually just gave it for free. If, and, if you don't uh, play sports games, it's cool now having oh, yeah. a sports game, you know? Plus, it's okay. one of the best sports games out there. Yeah, yeah, clearly. And uh, Helldivers. I got it when it came actually came out, and it's nice to see that they actually put it there, and the game is... It's really hard at the beginning. You got to get used to the controls, but it's just really fun. Uh, my top five in no specific order. Uh, the first one is WrestleGun. It came out in November 2013. It's the first game that was available for the PS4, right? On the PS Plus. WrestleGun and Contra the first two. That game, in my opinion, was the best game on the PS4 for a while. I don't know what you guys think, but in my opinion, that's. I I agree that it was like a very is like a very, the best like arcade game, but like you can't really compare like to Battlefield Four. You know, I feel like you're comparing two different games. Battlefield but, uh, Four launched really bad, dude. I I have weird so Battlefield that, that just luck. Just took it out. I have weird Battlefield luck where I never get shitty launches. Yeah, Battlefield was broken <laughs> as fuck for me for a while. Yeah, so. for the I, I always read all the articles. I guess I'm like the so, I'm always like the ten percent that never has the crashes or server issues. I don't know how. <laughs> Since Bad Company 2. Uh, the second one, it's uh, Dead Nations. Nice. Uh, it came out in March 2014 for the PS Plus. Uh, there One Transistor. Great game. Came out in February 2015. 4-1 uh, is Wakamele Super Turbo Championship Edition. Came out in May 2015. Yeah, I did. When I... Um, they gave... I downloaded it. And then I just forgot about it, and then one day I just I'm like, huh, 
Let me see what this is about. I tried, dude. I couldn't stop playing it. It was so good. I played it probably for like two weeks straight. So now, is that so, was that Drinkbox's first like big game like that, or had they been so making games? No, they they, did they had something else. I don't remember about what a blob, it was. about a blob. But that uh, so that was their first game that really put them on the map. Then because I had no expectations going into that game. Um, Tales from Space. Full, yeah, full, full disclosure: time. I had played it on Xbox Games with Gold because it was free on there. Um, at a separate it time, was, uh, I don't remember if it was before or after it was free on PS Plus, but uh, I played it on Xbox thing. just because I was like, let me give this shit a try, and I was like hooked instantly. I couldn't believe how awesome yep. the game was. Yep. So, um, ch- yeah, that big shout out to Guacamelee. So I forgot how it goes. I'm not sure if Mutant Blobs attack. One second, hold on, because Greg... also two Drinkbox games on our on our list. So with Severed, yes, okay, Severed yep. to so two mention, but. Tales of Space Mutant Bob's Attack was a PS Plus game, and it, that was their second game, uh, Drinkbox's second game. Uh, launched Vita first. Um, I think I paid for that before it became a Plus game, but that game was so good. And uh, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> All right, my last game is <laughs> Pins of Junk Ultimate Shooter. Came out in June 2014 for Plus. Another great game. I played it on the Vita, and... I started it and I couldn't stop playing it neither. It's just something about it that I just liked a lot. I don't know if you guys played it on the beta. I I don't like the Pixel Junk series that much. I gotta say. Uh, I think I just might have missed it to be honest. There might have been one one of the ones I forgot to add or something. Oh, you're crazy. I I, I haven't missed a fucking. Or it might have been when I lapsed my PS Plus too. It might might have been that too. Uh. All right. Yeah, that game is great too. Shout out to all the minis we had over the years. Um, the minis and PlayStation 1 games, if y'all recall. One game that I we all probably forgot that when it came out, it was like really big. Fez. Did you guys play that when it, it was free? That's Fez, Fez, um, Fez wasn't Launch Plus, but yeah, Fez was cool. I think I, I must have... Oh, no, it came, that launched on it Xbox 60 exclusive, actually, yeah. first. But That's later on in uh, May 2014, they gave it for free on um, Plus. Yeah. I was really into that for a while until like some of the cute, the gold things became just ridiculously to get. But back on minis, uh, shout out to Where Is My Heart, a fantastic. I don't think you guys remember this. It only really got one shout out I ever on it. Beyond, definitely don't remember it. Nope. Uh, so it's a mini for the PSP. It came uh, released 11, 2011, November 2011. Fantastic platformer. It uses like you move. It's kind of like framed, you know, framed. Uh, Hideo Kojima's favorite game on iOS. So whatever, so you move around like the tiles of the screen, and it's a 2D platformer to kind of like, like complete a platform section. So it's like puzzly. It, it's it's much cooler than it sounds, but uh, shout out to that. I think Frame Two just came out. I think too. So, um, so yeah, shout out to that game what that game? I had never played. That sounds really cool. Framed. Oh, and I'm you just said framed for iOS. Oh, frame, frame Two, two just two came for, out. It did. Yeah, it comes together. And quick shout out also the same month. Uh, Crush Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, and CTR for PS1 uh, uh, classics on PS3 were free on Plus. Would you would you believe that? Wow, that's that's fucking... I'm mad I missed that. Apparently I missed that. Cause I, maybe yeah. I owned them already. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It could be that. But yeah, they, they used to give games out like nothing, but now we barely get two games a month for each system. Yeah. And that's going to wrap it for topic of the episode. Uh, long story short, we had a lot of really great shit 
that we got for free if we paid for a $50, now $60 yearly membership. Um, so let's move on to questions of the episode. We've got a couple today. Um, first up, Joel Campos, former uh, former guest, friend of the pod. How do you think the PS4 Pro will do in terms of sales after the Xbox One X is released? The specs for the X seem to make the make it the superior console. I think this goes back to the whole, you can have better specs, but if you don't have the games, it doesn't matter. Um, so I have a kind of a wait and see approach with this. The Pro has been selling My- moderately well, you know, um, so we'll see. I think that the, the the install base on PlayStation is so much greater. How many people are... I think yeah. Xbox One X is going to be people upgrading. I think people new to PlayStation will still maybe potentially buy a PS4 Pro at launch. I mean, the well, PS4 like, not is launch, but like one day as their first console. Wasn't uh, the PS4 selling like one out of four PS4? It was one every Pro five is what they were, uh, what like they were estimating. I mean, that's not bad. And if you think about it, uh, the AAA companies are gonna end up doing games for the for the, both of the systems. They're gonna probably move more to the Pro because they're obviously more out there. So it's probably gonna hold back the Xbox One. I don't think people. I don't see people really comparing the two spec wise. Uh, I think it's still gonna be compared to as a which ecosystem you want to get or which system you want to get like. Like it's like PS4. It's like it's still it's it is Pro versus X, but I think it's more heavily PS4 versus one, like four versus one. You know. Um, I agree. Uh, that's no, why that's why I was saying with the install base, it's still going to be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, plus, if the Pro goes on sale, I know they said they're not going to do a price drop, but even if they do a sale for three fifty versus a five hundred dollar price tag for the One I, X, I, yeah, you know, people are going to be like. Ooh. I don't see, yeah, uh, I don't see a price drop. I could see more bundles on it, especially when the X comes out. Well, the Destiny bundle is only $50 more, and it comes with the $100 version of Destiny. Yep. So, or at least the And by that time, your Best Buy or Walmart, they're going to end up probably put another extra game in there, probably like Uncharted or something. Yeah, 100%. Just to sell it more, yeah. Or extra controller or something like that. All right. Next up, we have Jamie Eddy. How do you, ta- how do you guys tackle backlogs? Mine has racked up to be an uncontrollable number. So I have whittled it down to 50 and just wondered what tactics you use wow. to reduce your backlog. I'm the worst person to talk about backlogs. So um, I, I talked about wanting to get through my backlog maybe three episodes ago and have made zero progress. So um, I, I just kind of take the approach of whatever I'm in the mood for, I'm going to play. Um, and I'm not going to – I try not to force myself to play games just because I feel like I owe it to that game. Um, some games like Rise of the Tomb Raider, I'm gonna feel like I owe myself playing that game because I, I know it's a great game. Um, but yeah, I, I try not to hold myself to a game if I'm not into it. I like to do the same thing where it's I don't say I gotta beat these ten games and like always have them like on list. It's like I always have like oh I do have those ten games. If I'm ever feeling that if I feel like I want to play those games, I'll go play those games and beat them. You know, and then I'll tackle my backlog in that way. Uh, but yeah, I'm also terrible at tackling the backlog. Normally when it comes to like, ooh, I, I, I do want to start one of these three games. Let's go play more zombies or something, you know, or like yeah. more Zelda. I don't know. <laughs> more Darkest Dungeon. Exactly, yeah. It's the same thing for me. Uh, like, I'm more into first-person shooters, so I'm probably going to end up playing those games eventually. But like the other games, like Open World and stuff like that, I'm, I just got to be in the mood. 
And usually when I'm in the mood of that for that type of game, I just play whatever's out at that time. Like it's the Western is one of the games the that I would like to play. Yeah. The thing and is I'm though, probably not gonna play it. I so. used to be that way where it's like, all right, I got there's there are five games out right now, and I gotta play these five games whether I'm enjoying them or not. But a couple of years ago, I I made the change where it's like, you know, if I'm not enjoying this game, I'm not gonna play it till the end. You know. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, you got that was 50, recently for me too is what I took that. One, one quick thing, you got fifty in there, you said, and my That's opinion, try to take it down to like at least like ten or five. Because you're not going to end up like playing those 50 games. That's what you're saying. Yeah. You're not going to end up playing 50 of them. And plus, coming in a couple months, we're going to get all these other games that are going to exactly. come out. Because, Jamie, you probably have, have a list of 50 that's like, ooh, I would like to play these games. Exactly. But make a list of 10 where it's like, you I actually want to play, play these games, you know? Yep. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Do you, you guys want to do that for next week? We'll come back next week and pick five games yep. we want to get through. I know we did it in the I past, mean, we but we need to get it, real yeah. serious about it. Five is way more. I, the yeah. two games I mentioned a I couple like weeks ago, I have two I, Yeah, the two games what I, I, I said I Horizon and Rise of the Tomb Raider and Bloodborne, I haven't touched either of them. Exactly. I said Horizon and Dangaromp, and I'm barely scratching the surface on both of those still. I, I said. Um, don't, don't make me Bay face Light. my. Uh, Daylight and finish Batman, and I haven't done nice, that. Uh, so. All right, next up. So there you go. All right, uh, next up we have Paul McAteer. McAteer, I'm not sure. Uh, you can let us know which, which pronunciation is correct. Says, I love my Switch, but it makes me long for a PlayStation-like machine where I could play Uncharted, Horizon, and the like. Do you think we will ever see it, and what would you want from it? Um, so I was talking about Jeffrey this wants week. this. Miguel yeah. absolutely does not. We did mention it. that last week. Nope. Nope. I want the uh, PS5 to be a straight-up... Uh, Unabashed ripoff. Oh, what the fuck's my switch? Uh, unabashed ripoff of the switch. Um, it could have the same power as the PS4 right now. I think that's a very powerful machine, and even in five years, it'll still be powerful to play games of fantastic quality. I don't think we really need to get better graphics or better loading screens. Could get better, but that's cool. a tech issue. Uh, I want to see a merge of some type of mixture between a PS4 and a Vita. So. I thought about it, and the answer is still no to it. But if they're going to do something with it, I'd rather have launched the PS5. It's going to be, you know, better and whatever. It's going to be better spe- specs. It's and still going to have a dock option. And, I and, still want no, the dock no, option. No, no, wait. And if you're going to release a portable thing, just release a, the next PS Vita or whatever you're going to call it. But try to have the specs of um, of a PS4. Nah, cause like an in between type thing. I mean, if that's what the Vita was trying but, to be, that's what Vita One was trying to be. Nah, but nah, the nah. the cell processor was just way too hard to to work on, dude. And they they were caught in the middle. I guess, but then why did you argue? Wasn't why wasn't it getting enough original games? Like why wasn't it getting more freedom? Wars? Well, it did at the beginning. Yeah, and then they suck. They, they messed up with the system, dude. They did kind of just stop supporting it, you know. <laughs> yeah, they they just stopped because it wasn't selling, and it wasn't selling because the 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 price was good enough, but the extra little things that you had to buy, the memory cards, dude. Yeah, yeah. You had to spend how much? Like a hundred bucks for a memory card. I agree. Don't don't shit on it more. It I'm gonna send you to the gulag. I'm gonna great. send you to Vita Prison. Well, send me if you want me. I, I don't. I don't care, dude. But the system's my, great. 
I got my the VR. System, I'm yeah. saying the oh, system man. is great. It's a great. It's better than the Switch, tech wise. It's better than the Switch. If you guys what wanna, is better than the Switch tech wise? The beta. That's it's no, not, not. It's definitely not. It's but not uh, really? I can't tell you if you're trolling are... or not right now. I, I don't know if you're trolling <laughs> right now. You guys think that the beta couldn't run the Zelda? No, it's actually. The actually Wii U could barely run Zelda. Yeah. The Switch is the the Switch. The the beta is better than the Wii U. Whatever. Okay, it's, next it's, question. <laughs> um, you guys could even go check the specs on them. We'll check specs. Um, so multiple people across Facebook have been. Uh, we don't. We can't really show you this picture, but imagine Chris yeah, Evans. Post it to, um, uh, I'll make it the yeah. picture of. Oh yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Should I make it the picture of this week's episode? Or... No, I'll leave the number one. I'll put, we'll post it in the Facebook group, which we'll pimp out yeah. in a second. Um, yeah. So so a lot of people uh, took the picture of Chris Evans from Avengers up? Infinity War, where he has a yeah. giant ass, awesome looking beard. And photoshopped him as Big Boss slash Solid Snake. Uh, I would oh, be no, totally this, fucking uh, down for this. That's Big this? Boss this in the picture, but there's also a separate one of him as Solid Snake with the bandana. It's no, it's uh, two Punish Snake. It's Punish or Venom. It's Punish Snake, I think. Well, Big Boss. I mean, you're getting into spoiler territory now, so. Oh, I Either think. or, the point is that he looks. He'll be great if they. Actually remember do when they spoiled every mission in Metal Gear Solid with the intro cut credits of each mission? <laughs> in phantom pain yeah what the fuck was that yeah it was a little bizarre that was the stupidest thing ever like the mission Where started by, sleep? oh shit Sk- skull faces in this mission i don't okay i don't know that one thing this seems like this seems like a routine mission but and oh and guess what in the actual mission it was a surprise that skull face came in but it, well, i wasn't surprised because you said he was going to be in it in the beginning but um that's yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope Some they somehow do that in that the movie. Is that good enough of an actor? I don't know where everyone's acting like David Hayter is the greatest VO actor on the planet. Um, he don't get me wrong, I love him as Solid Snake, and he is Solid Snake to me. Isn't it but his campiness like that makes acting. him good? Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Is like you don't need Chris Evans to be like fucking what's his name from Lincoln. Um, what the fuck? Daniel, Daniel, Day-Lewis, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, like you don't even have to be Daniel Day-Lewis to play Solid Snake or Big Boss. You know what I mean? If he, uh, if he read cool. the voice lines. I hope this movie never sees the light of day anyways, but if it was going to happen, I'd be happen. cool with this. If he read voice lines like how David Hayter w- did, it, it, the movie would be a joke. Metal Gear. Right? I, I, I <laughs> it would be funny Captain America. <laughs> like I love the guy, but like it's not particularly like ex- like award-winning v of uh, i mean VL. let's be realistic dude it's the movie's not gonna happen i pray i'm praying it doesn't happen i don't want a metal gear movie same with i don't want a last of us movie i don't want an uncharted movie i don't want a bioshock movie i don't want any of it just let me enjoy them as the media that they are medium that they are do gotta yeah. say i'm pretty hyped for that tomb raider movie though which one we'll see we'll see i'm, I'm optimistic i'm cautiously optimistic the one with uh, alicia vikander as yeah. uh, as Lovecraft, cautiously mm-hmm. optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Before we close off, let's get a quick five minutes on some uh, new trailers. Uh, have you guys seen them? The San Diego Comic Con trailers. Uh, Which ones? Thor. I guess let's talk about Thor and Justice League, real quick. What are your thoughts? Uh, all right, Thor. I thought the first one was better. The first trailer. Okay. But, yeah, cool. I, like, trailer. I like the, I like this Thor one. Okay. I liked them both, I, I liked but I, them. this one, I was down with this one. 
I love I like seeing, both of them, but I, I like love the seeing Hulk speak. I, I thought that was been totally what's missing from the whole Finally. MCU. Finally. Yeah. It's because he does in the comics. Like, I don't... Like he, he does, says like, since the beginning words. of him being in the comics. Exactly, yeah, and the Avengers never had him. I don't recall if he spoke in Incredible Hulk with uh, Ed Norton. I don't, I don't remember, remember that I movie. I blocked that, was, I think. Yeah, that's MCU canon, but yeah, so... Cool seeing that. It's like semi-canon. They like acknowledge it happened, but they exactly. don't reference it. Like, There's a know. reference to the location that that right. was. <laughs> Before we get into it, because I know you guys, what are you guys going to say about Justice League? The uh, trailer looks... Yeah, stop. Give me a second. Fest. Let me a second. No, Give me a second. Defend it. You have, you have a minute to defend the Justice League. <laughs> the, trailer, the trailer looks fucking amazing. But all the trailers from the past... DC movies look really good, and then the movie really sucks. So I don't, I don't know what to say, man. I hope the movie's actually good. At least these, at least at the level of uh, Wonder Woman, you know. So the what what I feel about this trailer is it reminds me of Transformers in the sense that there's too much going on for me. There's just shit yeah. exploding everywhere. There's yeah. fucking, okay. you know what I mean? People punching everything. There's fucking all kinds of crazy shit. I really but, don't but, like how much of a bro Aquaman is. Why is he like, bro, yeah. yeah. And like, dressed yeah. like a bat. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. Like, see, why is he a bro? He's supposed to be king of Atlantis. What the fuck? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to give it a chance. I did enjoy Wonder Woman quite a bit. Um, so I'm hoping they're kind of writing that. But I feel like this is still going to be a Zack Snyder movie. You know what I mean? Like, I know he didn't do a lot of the editing and reshoots, but it's still a Zack Snyder movie. It's going to be that fucking... I like Zack Snyder when he's doing hyper-stylized stuff like... Um, Soccer Punch? What's that movie? No, I like Soccer Punch. 300. Yeah. Um, did, did he do Sin City? Was that him? Yeah. He did the first one, I think. The first one, yeah. So I don't know about the when second does, one. When but... he does hyper stylized stuff like that, I wish. I'm hoping after this Justice League movie, they kind of give the reins to. I mean, Josh Whedon would be. Josh Whedon would be amazing to take over the mantle. I know he's doing Batgirl. Um, so we'll see. The The biggest problem I had with Wonder Woman, we're going to have mild spoilers here. We're at the end of the episode if you want to just skip ahead. Like, oh, 30 don't. Seconds. I didn't see it. Do don't it spoil Wonder Woman. I didn't see it. Okay. I, I'm not going to do any. You didn't really haven't seen it still? Um, the VOD, so, bro. I can't uh, spoil Master? I won't, yes, I won't spoil explicitly spoil Master anything, but there's a moment yeah. at the end of the movie where I was like, that felt like a Zack Snyder part of this movie. Like, was it, was it felt it, like was, he kind of. Was it the zoom in and then, like, the quick zoom in, you know? Like, that he doesn't man of steel a shitload? Yeah, it's like kind of like that, and then just like there's a lot of CGI, and there's like this one thing that happens at the end of the movie that I won't say what it is, but I'm just like, this does not feel like at all like the rest of the tone of the movie, and it felt like Zack Snyder kind of had his fingerprints on it, so I'm hoping once we get out of this Justice League movie, we can kind of move towards a little bit, little bit of a, di- a better, not better, I mean, but the, a little bit of a I, more, not grounded, I don't even know how to word it, like hopefully Jeff Johns can kind of just rein it in after this Justice League movie, because this this movie is really one of the last ones of that original, yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of, shitty vision kind of, of, right, so hopefully after this they can kind of rein it in and kind of get it going again. Because um, the one that I'm a little bit more excited, hopefully it's actually good, is Flashpoint. They announced it. Yes, Ezra Miller did li- Flashpoint. Like the, sounds I, I, cool. What's his name? Uh, Ezra the one Miller. That's Ezra Miller. Oh, dude, Ezra Miller I love Flash. Dude, if we get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman, I am fucking in. Oh, I heard that too. Because he from... in Flashpoint, it's where Bruce Wayne dies instead of... Mm-hmm. Um, instead Superman? of... Uh, I, no, I can't remember his dad's name. Uh, 
Thomas Wayne. What do you mean? Yeah, His Thomas and Thomas and Martha. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Instead of instead of Thomas and Martha Wayne dying, Bruce Wayne dies in in the alleyway. That's like Flashpoint is the other you know uh, other universe where so, Bruce dies. So Thomas, Thomas Wayne turns into a brutal ass Batman that kills people, huh. and Martha Wayne turns into the Joker. No way. So, is that actually the story? Yeah. That's that right, so if we get, that's what I'm saying. I'm excited as a that badass Batman, and we get uh, what's her name from Walking Dead? Um, uh. Maggie, Cord. if we get Maggie Cohen. as the Joker. Lauren Cohen, Lauren Cohen, Lauren Cohen. Yeah, Lauren Cohen. If we get Maggie as the Joker, that, I'm down with that. Well, we'll see. We'll see if they go that way, if they keep the casting the same as from BBS. My, so we'll my quick take on the two trailers is Thor looks amazing, super yeah. stylized. Wasn't the biggest fan of Dark World. Did enjoy one very much. I dug Dark World. And uh, the whole buddy cop nature of this looks awesome. Justice League trailer. I, don't, I, was, I was so bored. I was so bored throughout the really? whole thing. Yeah, it's just I, the same old, same old shit going up, dude. It's like fighting. It, it just the, bang. Fight. It's like I'm I'm a DC guy, so no, it's not I was even like really hyped for it, dude. Before the first Batman vs Superman trailer, I, I want was them to be jazzed about knowing the pedigree See? would happen. I, mean, I just looked so boring. And uh, oh, and I really, really, the ending, the end of the trailer. Oh my, oh, oh, what's what's what? What is that? Oh, who's gonna come? I, I mean, know, it's I obvious. It's obvious, right? Why the fuck are they even teasing Spider-Man's dead? Why they kill him? Who Spider-Man? Superman? You said Spider-Man? I said, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't understand either. I mean, it's, so it's, it's just part of the story, story dude. Such a waste it's of just part, bad, part a bad of the story. Part of story, a bad one. It's, but they, that better be uh, that better be done in the first fifteen minutes of the story. He comes back. It's not going to be like oh, two and a half hours. hours. I mean, the part, the, towards the end, it's, it's two and a half hours, and then he comes back in the last ten minutes. I'll lose my shit. It's going to be dragged out. I promise you that. But yeah, that's been our quick five minutes on SDCC. Uh, take us out. Um, and this has been the PlayStation Best Friends <laughs> Podcast. For any questions, comments, and concerns, email us at psbestfriendspod at gmail.com. Or you can follow our Twitter at psbfpodcast. You can also join in the conversation, uh, give us questions for the episode, and also come uh, be a community guest on the show. Uh, you can do that at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash podcast, uh, not podcast beyond, PS Best Friends. Um, shout out to beyond um also if you like the show we would sincerely ask you go to itunes google play and stitcher give us a five star rating uh five star ratings help us get seen on the front page of each respective podcasting network and help us spread the word so uh if you could help us do that we can grow the community and get more people involved um also we will hopefully have a community guest on next week unfortunately we had a little bit of trouble this week again um but we are definitely hoping to have someone on next week and the week after that and where can people find you miguel they can find me at PSN Dark Angel 1010 with a G, and at Twitter at Angel Alvarez. Ah, Jesus, I already fucked it up. Angel Alvarez 10 with a J. Yeah, you know, it happens. Whatever. Jeffrey, where can and you could find me in a hole in the middle of Afghanistan. Nope, you can find me on PSN on 96. And just a quick shout out, trying to get it. Some dude did friend me um, from the podcast, and I'm going to give him a shout out and make him the PS best friend of the week. Uh, but you could also find me while I'm looking for this at uh, the on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, Mister Brawl 96. I stream and stuff and do all that good jazz. Anthony, you fill in some time while I find this guy's name real quick. All right, and you can find me on PSN. And Steam, the only X188. So that's uh, one spelled out O-N-E, and then the number's 88. 
Yeah, um, I'm gonna be on Steam. We're all on Steam playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I know it's not PlayStation, yeah. but this game is too fucking good to not. We're play. testing uh, it for you guys, all right. We're making we're it better it for, for you guys it comes, when it comes to PS4. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch TV slash the only X One No Eighty Eight and Twitter at Anthony Palm. Uh, also check us out on Twitch. Uh, we're gonna be streaming some games to the new PSBF page. Um, we'd love some feedback. Uh, tell us how we're doing, and what you want quickly. to see us do. We might be doing some Let's Play. Uh, you can catch us there at Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash PSBestFriends. And Jeffrey, you got something to say? Um, yeah, so uh, uh, some guy, a um, uh, community member or listener of the show, messaged me at Brawl96 on PSN. Uh, Sev Ren D. So that's at, yeah, like, he added me too. Yeah, so S-E-V-R-E-N, then D. Sev Ren D. It looks like it's a reference to Mag. Remember M-A-G, the... Uh, massive action game uh mm-hmm. because his picture is the wolf icon and it's uh an acronym of s-v-e-r so maybe sev i don't know something there it's actually a little different it just has the same letter so or maybe a little dyslexic but uh yeah add him play some game he is the official ps best friend of the week all right <laughs> thanks for listening in this has been ps best friends episode 11 for the week of july 23rd uh we will catch you all next week Oh, I'm really asking for it. I know what I want, but it's so far. It's not the first time or the second. And maybe it's best I admit that I lost years worth. With hopeful thoughts, yeah, I'm still gonna try tonight. I try my best to clear my mind But it's no use in trogramize A blur of laughter and better times Between now and when I was able to clear my head I trust you play the words you said If the jingle is gonna go first. Roll the jingle. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! I forgot about the jingle. I forgot about the jingle. Roll the jingle.